What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Brutally Unfiltered. I probably sound a lot more calm, cool, and chilled than I normally do, which is honestly probably a kind of good thing, especially for my headphone users. Um, But yeah, this week has been like, actually not this week, probably like the past two weeks have been very interesting because there have just been like a lot of changes like the past couple of months, I would say in my personal life, um, just in general about like my friendships and relationships and just like certain experiences and situations that like I have quote unquote gone through, if that makes any sense at all. And I feel like, I feel like we all have bad coping mechanisms, you know, like in life, unfortunately, sometimes like the way we grew up or the experiences or traumas that we had as kids or whatever the case may be, sometimes causes us to maybe do things a certain way or react to things a certain way without even like trying to like subconsciously you are just acting out of like habit or out of like nature and I want to specifically talk about a habit I have or had or I don't know I'm it's not a habit that I consistently engage in anymore because I don't want to but it's a habit that I have to like conscientiously like remind myself not to do and I feel like in a way I I think everyone can kind of relate to this maybe not to the degree I would do it to, but in a sense, like the mindset behind it. And the reason I bring this up is because again, like I said, sometimes we all have like bad coping mechanisms or bad habits or things that cause us to feel a certain way and respond in an even more familiar way. But recently, like I said, I've just gone through things that a past version of myself would react to, you know, literally exactly like to the T of how I've always reacted. And so unlearning that has been obviously very difficult, but it has also really given me a new perspective to being alone And I want to talk about that, but first I want to talk about the bad habit, like, itself. And that is, I have the worst tendency, which honestly, this is kind of scary. Not scary, but I feel slightly uncomfortable, like, sharing this just because it just feels, like, weird like I'm exposing myself, but that's fine. But I feel like a lot of my really, really close friendships know me well enough to know, especially like I said, because I've done it so often, they can recognize like the pattern of when I'm engaging in this kind of behavior. And I'm so like lucky and beyond blessed that like the stars aligned in my favor and these people are in my life and check in on me when this is going on or was going on. 
But I have like, or had the worst. Wow. See, I, I keep having to correct myself because I no longer align with like this mindset, but for so long, this was the way I carried myself. And like I said, I feel like I learned a lot from it. So I feel like it's worth discussing. But I feel like for so long when like shit would hit the fan or like something in my life went segue and like not according to plan or just like something unexpectedly happened that like I maybe was not mentally or like emotionally prepared for. Jesus Christ, someone just honked outside my house. Like, can y'all relax? What is going on? Yeah, but whenever that has like whenever something has occurred in my life that maybe makes me feel like out of control or like out of place. I've always had the bad habit of like ghosting people and like ghosting the entire world and literally just like putting my phone on do not disturb, either like deleting all of social media or just like being completely inactive and like basically becoming like a hermit crab and like crawling into my shell and just like isolating myself from the world and like ghosting everyone and their mama because in my head I needed time to like cope with either the situation or like figure my shit out and like get my life in order because like this was my reaction to a lot of things whether it was like me feeling like I was personally like not meeting whatever standards I had set for myself or if I had gone through a social situation that made me feel maybe embarrassed or um, like, like a bad person. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of exactly what emotions made me respond this way, but generally it was just like the feeling of like, maybe like feeling like I fucked up or like I was doing things wrong and like I needed time to like fix that. So it wouldn't happen again. And this form of me mentally saying, oh, I'm just ghosting the world until like I'm fine to come back and can be like a productive and um, like contributing person to society, to my friendships, to my relationships, to myself really was just a cover up for the fact that like I was just ghosting people in order to isolate myself into an environment I could control. You know, when you're in an environment like the world and life and society, everyone is a factor that is outside of your control. You know, like think about like science and like hypotheses and like when you come up with like a thesis statement or like a theory or anything like that, there's a process to that, right? Like you have to have like your independent variables, your dependent variables, your control variables, like all these things in order to prove whether whatever statement you're making or hypotheses, correction, sorry, hypotheses you're making is true, valid, or, you know, if it's not, if you need to adjust things, whatever the case may be. And that was exactly how I was looking at life without even realizing it. I was like, the only factor I can control in life is myself. So let me fix me, quote unquote, fix me in order to never have that end result again, whether that was feelings that were negative or a situation that like ended up causing like negative consequences or maybe not negative consequences, but end results that I wasn't happy with. And 
again, like in my head, I had justified this behavior or this like mentality and mindset with the concept that I was the issue. And so I needed to step away from the environment and situation being life or social scene in most cases and social interactions in order to fix whatever it is I did wrong or whatever it is that in that moment I thought needed to be fixed. And so by isolating myself, I was not necessarily finding peace in the fact that I was like doing something to change whatever I quote unquote needed to change. I was finding peace and comfort in the fact that like everything was in my control. Like I was in an environment where I could have control, meaning I was the only person and factor and variable in the environment and I can control myself. So I was basically curating a little fairy tale world where everything was fine. Would what would happen? It was literally I would ghost the whole world, feel better about myself, feel better about the situation again because I'm in control, and then go back out into the real life, real world, go back to associating with everyone and having social interactions and going out and seeing people and talking to people and perceiving people on social media and just all these different things. And it was basically just like a ticking time bomb waiting to explode. So it was just me building myself back up in an environment that I was controlling to just wait until the next thing happened or the next lapse of judgment or the next moment of disappointment occurred to where I would once again, like a hermit crab, crawl back into my shell and do the same process. And it was just like the same thing over and over and over and over again. And at some point, like I just had to ask myself, like, why am I even doing this? Because ghosting and isolating yourself is honestly mentally so draining. And I also, the reason this has also been on my mind for like the past couple of weeks is because I have been, I'm on like gym TikTok because like I like lifting. I think it's cool. It makes me feel good, whatever. But um, I'm on that side of TikTok and the amount of like sounds and audios and trends that go by that are like disappear and like dedicate 30 days, 90 days to yourself and like come back a better, better version, like whatever of yourself. And it's like, that is good. You know, obviously like, yes, you should work on yourself and yes, you should invest in yourself and you should take as much time as you need to pour into yourself so that you're better equipped to be the person you want to be and live the life you want to live. But in the same sentence, you're also encouraging this sort of detachment from the real world and real life. And not that that's a bad thing, but it's very isolating, like I said. And in that isolation, it's literally you against your mind, which is like one of the most powerful weapons like in the world. Like our mind can play a lot of fucking tricks on us. It can make us feel a lot of things that are just not real and it can feed into a lot of intrusive thoughts. And so that exact same process is what would happen every time I did this. I would ghost everyone, self-isolate, go through that draining like mental struggle of like shitting on myself and then being like, okay, so now we need to do better only to build myself back up enough 
to put myself back out there, come out of self-isolation and label it as that was self-improvement. That was me working on myself. And in all reality, it was just me trying to fix whatever quote unquote needs to be fixed. And this is not me knocking self-improvement. I think that is one of the most important things that you as a human being, an individual must experience in different aspects of your life. You can always improve as a person. And at the end of the day, like you should always only be in competition with yourself and trying to become a better version of yourself. That is the most valid statement I could ever say. Like there is no competition other than your own. And that's like the person in the mirror. And you should always be striving to be a better version of that, not a better version of like someone on social media or someone that you know. Because again, like competition is just no it's just not where it's at unless it's with yourself and so I yeah like I'm not saying you can't take time to improve yourself or you can't take time to work on yourself and you can't you know take time to invest all your time and energy into you because sometimes yeah because you are spending all your energy and time to work on your fitness to work on your small business to work on your education to work on your dreams and ambitions you don't have time to give the world you don't have time to give your friends you don't have time to give tonight's out you don't have time to give anything too. And so therefore, by default, you are being isolated from the outside world, but not because you are doing it in a negative self-harming way, which is what I was doing. I was taking self-isolation and labeling it as self-improvement when in reality, it wasn't that at all, which proposed an even greater concept and idea to me, like as I was reflecting on all of this and like really honing in on why am I even engaging in this behavior? Like, why does this feel comfortable to me? And even to a far greater degree, like, why does this feel safe? And again, what I was saying earlier, I realized and came to the conclusion that this felt safe because I was in an environment that I could control. Okay. And then why did it like why did I relapse back into the same behavior? Because the minute I stepped out of the environment that I was in control of and stepped back into the same environment that I have no control of, obviously the things I don't have control over are going to affect me. And I allowed them to affect me to the degree where I felt like I needed to take a step back and remove myself from a situation, meaning that environment or that social setting or whatever the case may be, or social media, whatever. I was allowing myself to find comfort in solitude simply because I could control it and not because it was an appreciation of my own presence, right? Because that's very distinct. If you just enjoy spending quality time with yourself because you value your own presence, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are isolating yourself in a way to punish yourself and force yourself to cultivate an environment that only you can control because you are afraid of external outside factors making you feel a certain type of way, then that's unhealthy. 
self-improvement is really beautiful and it can allow for a lot of things to come from it, right? Like whether that's growth like mentally and growth and knowledge about yourself, growth and knowledge about the things that you want, like self-improvement and taking time to work on yourself can cultivate something so beautiful and awesome and something worthwhile, you know? And sometimes in order to build the foundation to do that, you do have to take some time alone. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I feel like for me personally, I struggled with self-improvement versus self-isolation. And like I said, I was mislabeling behavior I was doing as self-improvement and just telling people like, oh yeah, like I'm just working on myself. Like I really just need to like take time for me. But that's not what I was doing. And like I said, like, Reflecting on this whole situation gave me insight on a far greater truth that I don't think I realized prior to actually taking time to think about it. And that was that I needed to throw away the idea that I needed to pause my life until I was fully healed or until I am fully healed. Like I had normalized this behavior to the point where Like I said, I was labeling it as something that it wasn't, that it was self-improvement and all these things. But the reality is I, I was taking this as me trying to pause and stop my life until I felt equipped enough, healed enough, or good enough to take on the challenges and struggles that I was having. The reality is, though, that there will never be a day when I was ever going to be healed enough, equipped enough, smart enough, uh, or even just quote unquote fixed enough to take on life. And having that mindset that I needed to pause my life until I was XYZ was just me like literally living in a mindset that was further perpetuating my attachment to perfection. Because at the end of the day, that that's what this was. And by being so hyper fixated on the mindset and idea of perfection and me being this certain version of myself and existing a certain way, like I was just driving myself further and further away from what was and all that there is, which is the present moment. Like the present version of myself is all that exists, right? Yes, of course, you can improve to make the present version of yourself a better person, a more empathetic person, a more kind person, a more grateful person, um, all these other things, yes, but not to a degree of perfection. Perfection is unattainable. It is the biggest lie we could ever tell to ourselves that we're ever going to be perfect, that a situation is ever going to be perfect, that a partner or life or anything is going to be perfect. Perfection is all perception. You know, I could think something is perfect, that that situation happened exactly the way I wanted to. And someone else is like, no, that was completely terrible. Or I could, you know, like it just is not realistic. It's not ideal. It's not healthy to live in this. Like I was saying, don't get me wrong. You're entitled to want time away from people and you should do what you need to do, but you shouldn't disappear. You shouldn't just go off the grid and do it 
in response to any time you think anything is going wrong. And maybe you're thinking, what the hell? Like, I've never done this in my life. But maybe you've gotten down on yourself. And maybe you've had moments where you have gotten really upset or felt really like shitty internally because things didn't pan out the way they were supposed to, or you're not doing what you should be doing, or because you didn't stick to the routine you had set up, or maybe because you're supposed to hit the gym five times this week and you only made it there three times, or because you were supposed to have studied for an exam and you fell asleep. Like, All these little things that sometimes make us feel really shitty because we're supposed to be this, the ideal perfect version of ourselves would do this and would do that. And maybe we didn't, you know, we didn't meet those standards or we fell short of our expectations that we had set for ourselves. That is still perpetuating the attachment to perfection. Sometimes we will not fully encompass the version of ourselves that we want to be or react in the way we think we should have, or just things just don't go to plan sometimes. And that shouldn't make you feel like you aren't good enough or that you need to fix something. Or maybe you just go through a shitty traumatic experience, whether that's like maybe ending a relationship on really bad terms or having yourself hurt through a relationship, whether that's like getting cheated on or being like lied to or experiencing like all these things, right? That can sometimes push and drive us to want to just disappear. Certain certain things in life sometimes make us want to just pause everything. Things in life just happen sometimes. And to think that you need to pause everything and isolate yourself is just not ideal. As a person who did it every single time something went wrong, I can tell you it just doesn't, in the grand scheme of things, it's just not helpful. It really isn't. And maybe it's just because, like I said, I had it all wrong and I was doing it in the wrong way. And if I had cultivated it better to a point where it was self-improvement, it would be better. But the reality of things is I, I, I don't think so. I think even to to a certain extent, self-improvement shouldn't be complete isolation either. Because like I said, like, yes, being alone can teach you a lot of things about yourself. And I'm the biggest advocate for being loneliness, not equating being alone. Those are two very distinct things. But it shouldn't be a response that you have for everything, you know, or every situation that goes bad in your life. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I think that sometimes self-isolation and self-improvement aren't always black and white. It can be a lot of gray area. And I think it's really important to take a note and look at why you want to do something. So like if you really feel the internal push and drive to take some time away from everyone and everything and like all your relationships and 
I think you need to figure out what it is you're trying to gain from this. Like if all you're trying to gain is control, then like I said, sooner or later, you're going to be very disappointed because you're going to realize the only time you have control is when you're isolated. You can control how you respond to things, but that doesn't require you isolating yourself. You can be in control of how you react to a situation, even though that situation and the other people involved, you have no control over. But your response doesn't have to be, I need to remove myself and fix whatever's going on. And like I said, sometimes that can feel like that's what needs to be the response. And especially when things like healing girl summer and, um, like all those types of like trends are going around of like, this is the time for you to work on yourself. You can have self-improvement and still like continue living your life, like continuing to experience people. I think when trends like this go around or maybe like when traumatic or difficult situations are experienced, like I said, it's easy. And I'm not saying this is a cop out, you know, that's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm just saying it can be a lot easier to remove yourself and just isolate yourself because like I said, that's when you're in the most control. But I think a far more difficult challenge is to choose to continue to work on yourself while still like living. Because that's what self-isolation does. It truly causes you to pause your life, like I said, and fixate on this idea that like once once I'm like this or once I react like this or once I get to this level, then everything will be fine. Or then I can go back out and do this or then I can do that. But the reality is that moment may never come. And what are you supposed to do? Are you just supposed to continue in this like self-isolation cycle and like working on yourself in private and in secret to like glow up and become like whatever it is that you're supposed to be in order to have access to like life again is like I said, it's just unrealistic and limiting yourself to think that only that version of yourself deserves to experience life and deserves to experience people and you know, just live is a disservice to yourself. Every version of yourself is going to be a work in progress. And romanticizing this idea of like cutting off everyone you know, or just like removing yourself from reality as being like the only means to the end of becoming a better version of yourself is just not the right way to go about things. There is nothing wrong with wanting to improve and work on yourself and learn from experiences and situations that maybe didn't make you feel the best or moments that you're not proud of. But there is a very fine line between working on yourself to be a better version and just removing yourself in order to cope because you can't control things And you are sort of like, like I said, just romanticizing and staying attached to this idea of perfection, which again can be difficult at times to accept that like that will never be attainable. 
But I think enjoying the fact that you are a work in progress and the fact that like every day is an opportunity for you to be better is just the most realistic and honest thing you can do is acknowledging that, yeah, like you may have shortcomings and you may not be the ideal version of yourself or you may not be who you want to be, but that doesn't mean that you should just disappear until you are whatever it is you think you should be. There's always going to be room for improvement. There's always going to be room for error. There's always going to be experiences that happen that maybe don't happen the way we want them to or that we wish would have gone differently or we think have reflected poorly on our character or who we are. Life is all about learning and assuming that removing yourself and disassociating is the right way to go is, like I said, a disservice to yourself and the people around you. Because I'm sure like all the people that I like ghosted or just like went silent on, it was probably like my intention was not to hurt them, but it was probably very hurtful. And also probably super confusing for them because they have no idea what's going on, right? So just be honest with yourself. Acknowledge that, like I said, maybe things went a way you didn't want them to go. But that doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad thing. It's a learning curve and you grow from it. But that doesn't mean you need to ghost the entire world or someone who hurt you because it could just be too that you just respond by going silent on people when someone hurts your feelings or when someone does something you don't like and maybe you don't know how to react in that moment and maybe you don't know how to respond so you just ghost them because you in your own mind and in your own headspace are trying to figure out exactly what response you want to give them. And so in your mind, it's better to go silent than to give a response that you don't feel fully 100% about. But the thing is, that is still not going to result in anything productive. Because all you're doing is giving this person silence and nothing to work with. And granted, I understand that maybe you don't know how to respond to the situation. Maybe you do feel invalidated or hurt or upset. And so you want to respond with silence instead of responding things out of spite for what that person did for you, did to you. But the conclusion of what I'm trying to say is that silence is never the answer. Going AWOL, removing yourself, that's never the answer, whether it's to everyone in your life or whether it's to a certain individual because you don't know how exactly to react or compose yourself with the situation that is going on. You need to take things like on with your chin up high and a day at a time. No one is expecting anyone to be, or at least you shouldn't expect anyone to be perfect, including yourself. So it's normal to not maybe know how you want to respond in a situation or how you want to carry yourself in regards to something that's going to occur or things like that. But the answer should never be to remove yourself and go quiet until you quote unquote figure out what that is. The biggest takeaway should be that You can work on yourself and you can strive for perfection and this ideal version of you, but the reality is it's not going to happen overnight 
but it's also not going to happen months of with months of you just completely being all on your own and having that quote unquote alpha mentality of like lone wolf. Like that shit is dumb. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to knock anyone's, you know, drive to be a better version of themselves or work on themselves. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. But I'm just trying to say like loneliness or isolation, correction, I'm sorry, not loneliness. Isolation is not the answer. We as human beings are made to connect. We're made to be around people. It's we're we're the most social beings you could ever imagine, which is why we love being around people. Even if you're an introvert, with the people you're comfortable with, you love being around them. So yes, work on yourself. Yes, take time to figure out who is Jessica and who do I want Jessica to be and what kind of person do I want Jessica to be and what kind of friend do I want to be like all these things are normal thoughts all these things are normal ambitions to want to be the most best amazing friend ever to want to be the boat like the best employee the best uh companion the best partner the best whatever you know all those things are normal and sometimes you're not going to encompass that role the way you want to or you're not going to respond to things the way you want to but that shouldn't discourage you and make you feel like you are not valid enough to exist in current time and present time. Like healing and growth are not linear, okay? They're just not. And it's not going to become linear or happen quicker by removing yourself from society or ghosting people or just doing things that really propose no solution. You need to communicate. You need to strive to be better, yes, but you should just take it a day at a time and accept that perfection is not ideal and thinking that you need to remove yourself or just disappear or maybe cope in unhealthy ways in order to become this quote-unquote ideal perfect version is just unrealistic. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be better, but you have to do it in a way that's healthy and that still allows you to like live and enjoy life because disappearing isn't going to magically heal whatever trauma or issue or experience you went through. Disappearing isn't going to magically mend relationships or friendships or remove consequences or negative outcomes. It's just not. It might in that moment, in that moment, you might feel good, which is exactly how I felt, you know, and in that moment, it might seem like all is well, but the reality is all is only well because you're alone or because you've removed yourself from the situation or because you've ghosted that person. And now you're acting like they don't exist. But the second communication is reestablished or the second you're placed back in that same environment that made you feel those things, all of that's going to resurface. Because what you're doing is putting a bandage over a wound that needs stitches. That's not going to fix the problem. Yeah, sure, for a momentary amount of time it will, possibly, if no one touches the wound, if the bandaid doesn't fall off. But that is not going to have long-term healing. It's just not going to produce anything worthwhile. So... The next time you feel like you need to pull back or close off or shut down or remove yourself, ask yourself why. Why do you want to ghost that kid? Why do you want to ghost that friend? Why do you want to go off the grid and be like in your own space? It is one thing. Again, I'm not knocking being alone to take a moment to ground yourself and take a moment to figure out what is going on and how you want to respond and really just not doing things out of emotion, 
But genuinely, like, is this you taking a step back to ground yourself and find out what it is you truly want to do or how you truly want to react? Or is this just like you removing yourself so that you're in control, so that you feel safe? Because obviously in an environment that you cultivate and in an environment where you're in absolute control, like your own bedroom or your own home that you never leave or your own space, there isn't going to be factors that trigger you. There aren't going to be factors that make you feel a type of way. You're going to feel safe. You're going to feel comforted. But the second you step out of that environment, like all those things are going to resurface. So the reality, like I've been saying this whole goddamn episode, is that stepping away should be a momentary thing. We're taking a step back to analyze, okay, what is going on? How did we get here? And what are we going to do in order to move forward is a completely distinct thing or you know, taking a moment to be like, okay, this is the kind of person I want to become. How are we going to get there? It's a completely different thing than just being like, oh my God, this is making me uncomfortable. This is making me feel shitty. This is out of my control. I feel like my life is going to shit. I'm going to remove myself and be in Google Gaga land because that's where I'm in control and that's where I feel safe is not the way to go about things. Because like I said, it's only going to bring momentary satisfaction, momentary healing. Unless you are actually putting in the work to be healthy, which is, like I said, improving while continuing to experience and live life. Isolation is not the answer to anything. It really isn't. Ghosting someone because you don't know how to talk to them or you don't know what to say, or you don't know how to respond isn't a solution. It's really not. One, no no one will get closure. And two, you are just going to be stuck in this limbo of not knowing what to do. And what are you going to do when that person resurfaces? Like whether that's in person, they reappear in your life, or they reach out via message or whatever to contact you. What then? Because again, like I've been saying this whole episode, at the end of the day, the reason isolation may feel or ghosting may feel like the right answer or the right solution is because by isolating yourself or ghosting someone or just going ghost, because that's what I would call what I did. I was like, I'm ghosting the world, is that you are doing it because you cannot control them. You cannot control the environment. And so by removing yourself, again, you're in a controlled space. So obviously you're going to find comfort in that. But life doesn't work like that. So the quicker you realize that, the quicker you're going to be able to deal and cope with situations and experiences and people in a much healthier and productive way. Because in the grand scheme of things, running away, which is what ghosting is. And that's how I look at it now. And removing yourself is just running away from the problem. It's not solving it. It's just running away from it until it comes back and catches up to you, really. Or it reappears in a different font. Same experience, same situation, but with different people or in a different environment. So stop thinking that isolation or ghosting is the only route available. It's not. It really isn't. 
take a moment, take a step back, say, you know, what the fuck is going on? Why do I feel X, Y, Z? And how do I want to move forward? Is it easy? No. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, this is an effort I have to conscientiously make every single time. But at the end of the day, like you have to because I like I've been saying from experience, it doesn't bring anything. It really doesn't. It brings temporary satisfaction, temporary security, but that's about it. Nothing else. So take it from me. Take it from the most professional veteran ghoster you'll ever meet in your life. It's not the route to go. It's not the way to go. It's just not. Okay, guys, that wraps up today's episode. I hope you gained some insight maybe on me. If you don't know me personally, maybe that tells you a little bit more about me that you didn't know before. But also, I really hope this like taught you something, whether this is uh, like a mindset or behavior you've engaged in before, or maybe something that might happen to you in the future. I hope you learned something from my advice. Maybe not, you're not going to you know, practice it to a full T and that's totally okay. But I hope you gained something from this or that it spoke to you in some way. I don't know. You know, I don't know your experiences. I don't know your life. I don't know if you felt exactly the way I felt before that. And that's why I responded the way I responded. Or maybe you've never felt like that and you don't understand why I would do it. But Regardless, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you gained something. I know it was a lot more chilled out than last week's, but yeah, that's basically it. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you do some something fun and I'll see you guys next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at brutally unfiltered and you can follow my personal Instagram at Jessica Fuentes underscore um, DM me topics, questions, or things you want to talk about. If you have my number, text them to me. Like, honestly, if you have any questions, um, yeah. But thanks. See you guys next week.